0: When an organist selects what repertoire to play, the choices are extensive. Organ music is represented by many different countries, regions, and
1: centuries. Composers continue to be inspired to write for the instrument. But even with that vast catalog from which to choose, organists often have the desire to borrow from the orchestra's repertoire. The organ is capable of bringing so many different kinds of music to life that for this episode, we're once again asking the question, who needs an orchestra? This is the King of Instruments. and welcome to The King of Instruments. I'm Mark Schultz. I'm Bill Stein. Today we're asking the question, who needs an orchestra? Perhaps a better question might be, why transcribe music written specifically for the orchestra to be played on the organ? A couple of weeks ago, we spent the hour with the inimitable Virgil Fox. Fox often included orchestral transcriptions in his performances, and we heard him explain his reasoning. Let's listen to that once again.
2: People have been known to ask why do you play some music that is not written originally for the organ and I give them a very simple straightforward answer because it is beautiful actually with the advent of Cesar Franck and the French school and the great organ builder Cavier call symphonic proportions were added to, given to, made possible for the organ. The organs of Bach's time would not dream of playing Claire de Lune or Tristan. And, of course, there is always the possibility of two sides of the story. But since there are superlative organs that have been built around this earth that can play anything that is beautiful... I have never been able to resist playing some of these greatest compositions not composed for the organ.
0: Yes, indeed, beautiful music. To start the show, let's head to Montreal to listen to organist Rachel Laurent, who recently sadly died from cancer playing a transcription by Marcel Dupre of Johann Sebastian Bach's Sinfonia to Cantata 29. She's playing a transcription by Marcel Dupre of Johann Sebastian Bach's Sinfonia
1: to Cantata 29. Gott. We thank you, God. The five-manual 117-rank organ was built in 1960 by Rudolf von Beckerath, for the very resonant acoustic of the Basilica of St. Joseph Oratory in Montreal, Canada.
0: What a way to begin a show, Bach on a beccarat in an enormous acoustic. That was Rochelle Lorrain playing Marcel Dupre's
1: transcription of Bach's Sinfonia to Cantata 29. Let's now visit the Washington National Cathedral, home to a much-altered but no less thrilling four-manual 186-rank Aeolian Skinner. Douglas Major plays Edvard Grieg's Triumphal March, Opus 56 from three orchestral pieces. Listen for the timpani-like effect of the
0: 64-foot reed at the end.
1: That was Douglas Major playing Edvard Grieg's Triumphal March.
3: You're listening to The King of Instruments on Classic
0: 107.3. In the days before every city and town had an orchestra, and before the advent of the mass availability of recordings, it was often the case that the only way people had the opportunity to hear major orchestral works was was to go to an organ recital. Chances were
1: very good that you'd hear a transcription or two or three. The heyday of orchestral transcriptions was the late 19th and early 20th centuries. The organs were colorful and many of the pipes were enclosed in expression boxes, providing a wide range of dynamic flexibility. One of the era's most notable performers was W.T. Best, whose arrangements of symphonic works were a staple of his very well-attended thrice-weekly recitals at St. George's Hall in Liverpool. Even at that time, arrangements of orchestral pieces
0: for the organ were a little sniffed at. Sir Walter Parrott famously described Best's orchestral transcriptions as, examples of misapplied skill. By the middle of the 20th century, orchestral
1: transcriptions had fallen out of favor and were seldom heard. Here is a really lovely rendition of Richard Wagner's Liebestold, Love Death, played on a very colorful and expressive four-manual 38-rank 1918 steer organ in the Baptist Temple, Brooklyn, New York. The string stops are full of rosin. The clarinet heard at the beginning is rich and woody. The flutes are bubbly. And the foundation stops are full bodied and ample. All in all, a beautiful organ. Alas, the church and organ suffered serious damage in a three alarm fire in 2010. Organist
0: James Hammond
1: uses this instrument to great effect in this 1996 recording. That was James Hammond playing Richard Wagner's Liebestold from Tristan and Isolde. Today, we're examining the art of organ transcriptions on the King of Instruments. Here's another sonic
0: experience from the Cathedral Basilica of St. Louis. Organist Charles Callahan uses the vast acoustic of the cathedral and the generous tonal resources of the Kilgen molar organ of four manuals and 98 ranks to great effect in Franz Liszt's Adagio in D-flat. Thank
1: That was Olivier Latry playing Gabriel Faure's Sicilienne on the 2015 Rieger organ of four manuals and 100 ranks in the Philharmonie de Paris. And before that was Adagio in D-flat by Franz Liszt, played by
0: Charles Callahan. Thanks for listening to The King of Instruments. Complete information about everything we've played today can be found on our
4: website, kingofinstruments.show. Today's episode of The King of Instruments has been sponsored by Morningstar Music. Morningstar has been providing non-denominational music for churches since 1986. They have a complete catalog of works for organ, piano, choir, and handbells, as well as music for keyboards and other instruments. Their entire catalog is online at MorningstarMusic.com. Now, I know it's just November, but I have to imagine most of you that are church organists are very aware that Advent is just a few short weeks away, and thinking about preparation for December. Now, can I suggest a recently released collection? David Shalot has a new book out called *In Dulci Jubilo*: Nine Accessible Hymn Preludes for Advent and Christmas. And we're hearing one of them now. That was the title work from the collection in Dulce Jubilo, performed by Heather Martin Cooper for the YouTube series Your Sunday Service. And the work we're hearing now is a setting of the hymn tune Salzburg. Each hymn in this collection averages two pages of music, requiring minimal rehearsal time. It's a great addition to your library for preludes or reflections during Advent and Christmas. This collection is available also as a PDF download, so you can have the music in your hands instantly. Find it at MorningstarMusic.com. That was a setting of Salzburg by James Shalott. And it's available at Morningstar Music in the collection in Dulce Jubilo. Nine accessible hymn preludes for Advent and Christmas. And it's available at MorningstarMusic.com. Our thanks to Morningstar Music for sponsoring today's episode. If you or your business are interested in helping to keep the King of Instruments on the air, you can sponsor an upcoming episode as well. Just send an email to koi at Instruments.show to find out more.
3: You're listening to the King of Instruments on Classic 107.3.
4: And
1: now for something completely different. Here is Stephen Tharp playing the overture to Music for Royal Fireworks by George Frederick Handel. The organ was built by Ernest Skinner in 1921 for St. Luke's Episcopal Church in Evanston, Illinois. It has four manuals and 59 ranks.
0: Stephen Tharp played the overture to Music for Royal Fireworks on the 1921 E.M. Skinner organ at St. Luke Episcopal Church
1: in Evanston, Illinois. Not all transcriptions were penned in the 19th and early 20th centuries, and not all of them for organ solo. Here's an arrangement by Andrew Ennis of Giuseppe Verdi's Prelude to Act I of La Traviata for organ and flugelhorn. In this recording, Mr. Ennis is
0: playing the flugelhorn, accompanied by Peter Richard Conti on the Wanamaker Grand Court organ of six manuals and four hundred and fifty-seven ranks.
1: That was the prelude to Act One of La Traviata, as arranged by Andrew Ennis. Ennis played the flugelhorn and was accompanied by organist Peter Richard Conti.
3: You're listening to The King of Instruments on Classic 107.3.
1: One would be very
0: hard-pressed to imagine a better marriage of performer and organ than
1: Thomas Murray and the Skinner organ of Woolsey Hall at Yale University. Murray was professor of music and university organist at Yale from 1981 to 2019. The monumental E.M. Skinner organ of four manuals and 197 ranks, over which he presided, possesses an enormous color palette, much of which is enclosed in expression boxes. This allows a master interpreter like Professor Murray to shape evocative, sensitive phrases and create seamless crescendos and diminuendos.
0: There is no better illustration of this than Murray's sublime 1993 recording of Edward Elgar's Nimrod from the Enigma Variations.
1: Musicianship at the very highest level. That was organist Thomas Murray playing Edward Elgar's Nimrod on the landmark E.M. Skinner organ in Woolsey Hall at Yale University.
0: Thank you for joining us today for this program of organ transcriptions. We hope that you've
1: enjoyed the show. Perhaps you have comments, questions, or even some ideas for future episodes of The King of Instruments. You can write to us at koi at kingofinstruments.show, and we would love to hear from you. We conclude this
0: episode with a rousing performance of the opening of Act Three of Die Valkyrie. Richard Wagner's The Ride of the Valkyries played on the four annual 71-rank Harrison and Harrison organ at St. Mary Redcliffe Church, Bristol,
1: England. Jonathan Vaughn is the organist. You can just about see the Valkyrie Sisters of Brunhilde gathering in preparation for the transportation of fallen heroes to Valhalla. (laughs) Join us next week as we focus on
0: pipes in the orchestra hall and the repertoire for organ and orchestra. Hmm, an
1: interesting foil to today's episode. Indeed. Until then, I'm Mark Schultz. And I'm Bill Stein. Thanks for tuning in.
3: Thanks for listening to The King of Instruments. Complete information about everything we've played today can be found on our website, kingofinstruments.show. Have comments or questions? You can send an email to koi at kingofinstruments.show. The King of Instruments is a production of the Organ Media Foundation, Brent Johnson Producer. For more
5: information about us, visit our website at organ.media.